You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Locked on Lions on the Locked on Podcast. A network, Matt Derry with you. Another edition on this Tuesday, November 17th, and a Wednesday, November 18th. Locked on Lions brought to you by our friends at Pepsi. Made for football watching. This football season will be different. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you watch this season, Pepsi is a refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching on the program today. As we get ready for the Panthers and the Lions on Sunday in Carolina, good chance we won't see Christian McCaffrey and there's a chance we will not see Teddy Bridgewater. Who's got a knee injury. So this thing is certainly playing up and and, and sort of appears that the Lions could be 5-5 five and five and at 500 heading into Thanksgiving. And after last night's Bears performance, the Lions could catch Chicago. Now, again, Minnesota looks better, but we'll get into the, that, that's in those scenarios coming up. I, I want to be positive today. Can we do a positive show? I'm going to give you the three most positive no, news and notes about the Detroit Lions nine games in. My positive tracker for today, for the Detroit Lions. I have three. Also, something happened Sunday that has uh, the NFL a buzz about the Lions and Washington football team game. No, it had nothing to do with anything on the field. But I will tell you that coming up on the program today as well. If you're new to the show, we welcome you. You can find me on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Lockdown Lions. Also, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Uh, like the podcast on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes. Leave a review if you'd like. Uh, we'd appreciate that. We are going to talk to former Lions legend. I don't know if he's a legend, but he was a good football player, and then he got hurt. But Bryant Westbrook is going to join us tomorrow on Lockdown Lions, the former Lions cornerback. From 97 to 01, I knew Bryant a little bit from back in the day. Was the fifth overall pick as a corner by the Lions back in 97. We're going to talk a lot about cornerback play, what he sees from Jeffrey Okuda, all of that tomorrow on the podcast. And then on Thursday, the Locked On crossover. So we'll talk some Carolina Panthers and head down to Charlotte. Um, okay. Did anybody watch that concoction that was the Bears and Vikings last night on Monday Night Football. For anybody to sit here and say that the Lions are so bad and they're so awful that they're not a playoff team. Look, the Lions aren't good. All right, four and five does not make a good team. But if you watched that, what I mean, I'm trying to be nice. If you watched that embarrassment of a football game last, I mean, last night's Monday Night game was horrible, horrible. Dalvin Cook is a monster. Oh, my God, is he good. All right? And he just bounces off people. Kirk Cousins had his Kirk Cousins-like game. He made some big throws, but other times you just wonder why he ever got paid $30 million a year. Jefferson's a good receiver. 
The Vikings defense, I, I love watching play. But they're not good. They're not a really good team. Their special teams is junior varsity. I've seen better. I think West Bloomfield High School has better special teams than the Vikings. They don't even have a long snapper. Their punter's terrible. Dan Bailey maybe can connect from 45 yards. Like, how Chicago was even in that game last night? And then at the end, they're actually down six with a chance to score. Foles gets hurt. Mitch Trubisky's already hurt. So here comes none other than Tyler Bray, the uh, former Tennessee uh, volunteer great, who I guess has been in the league like six or six or seven years already. But Tyler Bray came in and just threw like four wounded ducks and the game ended. It, it was it was gross. It was absolutely gross. But, you know, look, the Lions have a ways to go. They've got to catch some of these other teams. You know, Tampa Bay is like so superior to them and they're a wild card team. The Lions, you look at the standings, the Lions at four and five have got to, have have got some work to do to get into one of those wild card spots. But heck, Chicago's ahead of them and they're horrible. Horrible at five and four. Horrible. So um there's that. Three positives. I'm gonna give you a little positive focus today little positive feedback on the Lions because all we can do every single day is rip them or say they should have lost last week. It felt like a loss. There are three guys that are playing terrific football for the Lions. And I want to give them some props. I want to give them some dap. I want to give them some love on this very program. And it starts with, I think, the guy that has had the best season for the Lions so far. Not necessarily their best player, but has had the best season so far. And that is Romeo Okwara. Do you realize that Romeo Okwara is top 12 in the NFL in sacks? He's got six sacks. He's got 38 pressures of the quarterback. 27 hurries. And is now in the top four, uh, top four, excuse me, in the NFL in pressure rate in the NFL. That's not too bad. His 15 sacks, Romeo Quara, since 2018 when he joined the Lions, are the most of any undrafted free agent that the Lions have ever had, second only to former Michigan Wolverine James Hall, who had 33 sacks as a Lion. Okwara's got 15. And the way Romeo is playing right now, and I don't remember which writer tweeted this out Sunday, he's playing himself into a lot of money this summer because Romeo Aquara will be a free agent or this spring or whatever. And he just, he's been quick off the edge. He's making plays. And you have to be happy for the guy. He seems like a really good guy, a really good worker who is playing his butt off right now. And the Lions' pass rush is brutal. It's not good. And they don't have a lot of guys coming off the edge that can get to the quarterback. And that includes Trey Flowers. Yet here's Oquara, only behind T.J. Watt, 18.2%. Aaron Donald, 18%. Joey Bosa, 17.4%. And then Oquara at 17% for higher highest pressure rate this season according to Pro Football Focus. 
And we were waiting for Romeo's brother, Julian, as a third-round pick to be the guy that maybe would come off the edge and provide some pressure for the Lions' defense. And instead, it's his brother. Big number 95, Romeo Aquara, is playing good football. And the Lions better keep him. He's played very well. He was terrific in 2018. He was a surprise with eight and a half sacks. Last year, milk carton season. You didn't even know he was on the field. I don't know if he was hurt. I don't know if it was scheme. I don't know what it was. But he did not very little last year. This year, he's been terrific. Six sack season, fourth in the league in pressure rate. And the Lions desperately, desperately need that. Two other positives I'm going to get to momentarily. First, though, I've got to tell you about, you know, when it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as that feeling of accomplishment, right? Of hitting your fitness goals and feeling great about yourself. And where, how can you get there? It's simple. Echelon. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and their all-new Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your own home. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes, always available when you need them. Unlike their competitors, Echelon's affordable for everybody. All right, And one membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home, for 30 days. All you got to do is go to echelonfit.com slash NFL. That's echelon, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash NFL. All right? Check it out. Go there and do the business at Echelon. They've got everything. They've got an arsenal of high-tech fitness products, rowers, the new stride treadmill. It's all there for you at echelonfit.com. Dot com slash NFL. All right, so we're doing a little positive focus today on the Lions, and I'm giving you my three biggest positives nine weeks into the season for the uh, Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators. Uh, number two on my list, and I, I think this is also a no-brainer, um, when you talk about the Lions and if they have any upper echelon talent, Frank Ragnow is probably the next best thing in terms of a young guy that could be headed to a Pro Bowl sometime soon. According to Pro Football Focus, Frank Ragnow is the number two center in the entire NFC. Corey Lindsley, uh, his PFF grade is 90.4. That's incredible, incredible. But up next in the NFC, in terms of centers is Lions' own Frank Ragnow at 75.7. Two others, J.C. Treader, 76.8 from the Browns. Brandon Linder from the Jacksonville Jaguars, 76.4, are ahead of him for the AFC. But a top five player at his position on the Lions. We're not talking about Kenny Galladay. We're not talking about even Taylor Decker. We're talking top five player. Frank Ragnow is the guy. And I was watching some of the uh, film of the game the other day against the Red, uh, excuse me, the Washington football team. Frank Ragnow just moves bodies. You know, Daryl Bevel made a point today of saying, this guy's just been so solid. He's a future pro bowler and a first-round pick of Bob Quinn's that has worked out. And, 
you know, I, I could sit here all day and talk about pad level and footwork and blah 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 and all this stuff, and that that's cool and all. I think it's I think it's I think it's you know it's nice. You know, Taylor Decker, by the way, is number eleven in terms of tackles in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. Not top five. Frank Ragnow is top four in the entire league, top two in the NFC. And Decker's had a good year, 81.7 grade, but Ragnow's the guy that is holding this offensive line together. The run game has been improved, not great by any stretch of the imagination. But this is a dude that is just a man amongst boys out on the field. He's been terrific. You look at some of the other centers that he ranks ahead of right now. Ryan Kelly of the Colts, Jason Kelsey of the Eagles, David Andrews of the, uh, of the Patriots, Alex Mack of the Falcons. These guys are all considered terrific players. Garrett Bradbury of the Vikings. I watched him last night just pummel linebackers all night. But Frank Ragnow, big number 77, putting in some serious, serious work. His run-blocking grade is top three in the NFL at 75.2. He's been awesome. And that's exactly what the Lions have needed. They need to build up front. Have you noticed the two guys that I've mentioned are both on the line? When's the last time we talked about that in a positive light with Okwara and with Ragnow? Dude, we'll totally take it. Totally take it. Number three on the Lions list of positivity today is none other than DeAndre Swift. It's got to be, all right? The Lions have found something with their running back. And on Sunday against the WFT, DeAndre Swift had 149 yards of total offense. And what was nice about that was he joined Billy Sims, legend Billy Sims, as the only rookie running back to produce a game with 80 rushing yards and 60 receiving yards. He and Sims are the only Lions to produce four rushing touchdowns and two receiving touchdowns through their first nine career games. Barry Sanders didn't do that. DeAndre Swift needs the ball. DeAndre Swift needs touches. I get why Adrian Peterson got a lot of looks early. Maybe they didn't feel like DeAndre Swift was ready. Didn't feel like he, you know it was his time. But last week, you're talking about 16 carries, and you're talking about five receptions. 149 yards total, 81 yards in the ground, 68 through the air, and a touchdown. This poor kid catches that football in week one. We're talking about a different season, possibly. And I also think that his confidence is probably shot a little bit after that drop ball. First game as an NFL player, wide open, wide open, to end the game. And unfortunately, he's a terrific receiver. He dropped the ball. Bears, by the way, I was wrong before, are 5-5, five and five, not 5-4. Five and four. So the Lions, while they sit at 4-5, and five, they win this Sunday. Could leapfrog the Bears into second place in the division. It's not out of the realm of possibility. God, the Bears' offense is just horrible. Horrible. They're brutal. They're a second-place team right now in the NFC North with a minus 18-point differential. 
But again, but again, DeAndre Swift's got to get the football. And he's exciting in the open field, hurdling people, can catch it. I think we found something here with number 32 for the Lions. And that's been fun. All right, what are people talking about from Sunday? They're not even talking about the game that took place at Ford Field. They're talking about an individual that was there. And I want to talk about that next. Locked on Lions on a Tuesday. Bryant Westbrook tomorrow, the crossover on Thursday. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I might take some Built Bars over to my friends, the Litkeys, this uh, Sunday. As I'm uh, going to be taking in the Lions and Panthers game with the Legends. But listen. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, the newest ones, those three are my favorite. And I I rotate between them daily. Now I'm seeing some promos for some sort of peppermint chocolate one, white chocolate built bar possibly coming up. This is getting exciting. This is getting exciting. The great thing about built bars is the best tasting protein bar you'll ever have. 100% chocolate, covered in chocolate, soft easy to chew. They're coming out with Built Bar Crunch over Thanksgiving. I mean, this company is the best. And I'm going to keep ordering from them, and you should too. And they're great for the health-conscious guy too. Lose or maintain weight while indulge, indulging in this delicious treat. The Cherry Barcia one's 130 calories. That's it. That's it. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, wrapping up the show today with this nugget from Sunday. Everybody's talking about it, and I forgot to mention it yesterday. But if you caught the Fox broadcast Sunday of the Lions and Washington football team, you noticed that you had no idea who these voices were on Fox. Right? Like, who's Dan Helly? He was filling in for Brandon Gauden, who wasn't there. I don't know who those guys are. I've heard Brandon Gauden on Big Ten Network. I didn't know who Dan Helly was, but he apparently got the call on Saturday. Get your ass to Ford Field and fill in for Brandon. He was working with none other than former Patriots and Broncos legendary cornerback and big mouth, Akib Talib. And Talib got on there in his first broadcast ever, ever doing any games anywhere. And Tlaib was like talking to a buddy at the bar who just wasn't polished when it comes to the English language. People were asking me, what do you think of Tlaib? I've had people texting me, I can't watch this anymore. I can't, this is horrible. I had people saying, what, what, what is this guy talking about? He's speaking in you know, a different language. This is an African-American guy talking like street. That's what I was getting from friends. I had one friend dropping the Ebonics word on me. Like, really? Then others were like, isn't this refreshing? He's just a regular guy talking football. He's not one of these polished broadcasters, former general manager, former coach, breaking it down. I enjoyed Akeem Tlaib. I thought he did a good job. Some of his terminology was funny. Them hidden yards, man. He said man a hundred times. He didn't know Dan Helley from, from, from Adam. But he said man. Man, what a run. Oh, man, that's a great throw. Them hidden yards, man. Third and two. What you got, Jack? 
Do you hear that when they showed Jack Del Rio? What you got, Jack? Like, it was funny. I think that some of these broadcasts have become stodgy and nerdy and too polished. This dude got on there, sounded like he just was coming off the sidelines. And he just talked like he talked. It didn't bother me at all. And like I said, some people were bothered by it. They didn't think he was polished enough. Maybe he needs more work. Maybe this is a one-time deal for Aqib Tlaib. I was refreshed by it. I thought he was funny. And, yeah, he didn't talk like a broadcaster. Yeah, he wasn't polished. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of coaching. But I understood what he said when he said, them's hidden yards, man. Probably not the greatest English sentence of all time for a broadcaster, but so what? I want more Akib Talib on the broadcast. It was fun. I liked it. All right, there's Locked On Lions here on a Tuesday. Tomorrow, Bryant Westbrook, the former Lion. We'll talk to the former first-round pick cornerback about Jeffrey Okuda. Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Have a great and safe Tuesday night.